police in the morning. Raccoon City, which was once a booming home of pharmaceutical giant Umbrella Corporation, is now a dying Midwestern town. The company's exodus left the city a wasteland, with great evil brewing below the surface. When the evil is unleashed, a group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind Umbrella and make it through the night. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here at B-Movie is the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are with uh, week two of Resident Evil Month, and uh, we're taking a look at the 2021 Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, the franchise that never should have been. So, let's just dive right into the shit where technical difficulties top and bottom three, and of course, spoilers abound. Ah, let's, let's get the good out of the way. There's not much of that to be had. This will be very fast. So, in the number three spot, there is a heavy attempt to put references from the games into the film. Some of them are decent. Some of them are horrible. But I do applaud the effort of trying to fit so many things in. Number two. In accordance with some of those references, they do get a couple of costumes correct. And, you know, it was nice to see, you know, Chris in his nice green vest from the first game. That's about it. Number one. Chief Irons. The character that you're supposed to hate in the games is the only likable one in this film. He's funny, he's got a plan, but alas, you know, nothing good can last here. But while he was there, he definitely stole the show. And number three, the in, at the Umbrella Orphanage, uh, there's some pretty funny posters saying like, Umbrella is your family, and like Umbrella will, it just, they're all cartoony and everything. I thought that was pretty funny. An umbrella gets you out of the storm or some <laughs> yeah. shit like that. <laughs> Number two. Um, there, yeah, like Corey said, lots of, e lots of Easter eggs in the game. You can see like lots of references to the games. Um, you know, some of the costumes look similar to the games. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll get it that way. I'll, I'll give it that. Like, at least somebody who made this um, played the games, or at least skimmed through them. And number one, so the setting looked a lot, in certain places, looked a lot like the um, settings in the games, like the um, like the police station, the, um, the mansion. There were definitely rooms and portions that, you know, while certain things might have been out of place, like the statue and the um, police station, there were parts of it that definitely looked um, like it did in the game, and I definitely appreciated that. Well, on to the bottom, and woo -hoo. There's, there's no end to what we could say here. It's literally bottomless. <laughs> Narrowing it down to three was pretty tough. But uh, I'll say number three, the zombies are inconsistently stupid at times, making me wonder if this movie was meant to be a comedy as opposed to being taken seriously. Like, there are times that the zombies are just eating the shit out of people, and then there are times that, like, they just, like, sneak around just for jump scares, and it's like, this, this doesn't make any sense. Just fucking bite him. Like, get, get me out of this by killing all the characters. But no, anytime a main character should die, it's like, oh no, where did that zombie go? Oh, it magically transported behind me instead of just biting my face off, giving me time to escape. Number two. They fucked up the characters so bad. Like, like, is it so hard? There is, there is a plethora of source material of these characters and how they're supposed to be and what their characteristics are. Th no, they're reduced to just 
fucking tropes that don't even make sense. I, I, I don't even want to get into how bad they are. Aside from Leon. Leon, who even on his first day on the job, was fairly competent and kept his shit together. They turned into, like, fucking a culmination of all four of the three Stooges. Like, like, he's just... Uh, yeah, Leon was supposed to be, you know, this optimistic, you know, kind of rookie, and said he made him a fuck-up who's the butt of every joke. It was, how do you do that? Like, why would you see Leon and think, oh, yeah, this will work? And after they talked up so much about... Oh, it's so true to the games. It's so true to the games. We want to do justice to the games. And, and no, bringing me down to number one. Justice to the games? Using the source material? The, the, pick one game. Make a movie based off of that one game. No, we took three games, mashed them together with the worst parts of all three, cutting out very important details, out of each one of them, you know, the third game being everything except Jill's fucking tube top. Like, I, I don't... You, you could have had so many different cool monsters and setups and setting and characters, but no, you threw a bunch of it at the wayside. It was like, ah, we'll take these couple ones. We'll make them nothing like they were supposed to be. And, uh, oh yeah, you know how that happened in the games? Well, that's not going to happen. We're going to do something completely different that makes absolutely no sense because we'll write a different story because you don't need to. The source is there in so many different ways. Yeah, somehow Resident Evil adaptations just, they can't get it right. Like, I remember what, I was watching one of the trailers for the uh, Netflix series, uh, the the non-CGI one, and all the comments were people saying, why is it this so hard to make it a, a good adaptation of Resident Evil? <laughs> like, I swear, almost every single comment was like that. It's it's insane. All right, number three. Yeah, they jammed too many things into the plot, which has made it a real mess. Like, it's a mix of one and two. I think some of three was mixed in it as well, but it just didn't work. It was jumbled and just, yeah, it, it, it really just didn't work. Number two, this movie was surprisingly boring. Like, just... Some of the like scenes are just too dark to see anything, and then others it's just it feels like they're very drawn out and like it's hard to take the zombies seriously. Cause sometimes they're really tough, sometimes they're pushovers, sometimes they're like deliberately not eating Chris for some reason, even though they've had every opportunity to. It's really really dumb. And this isn't Chris from the games who can like punch boulders. This is you know, movie Chris. He sucks. So yeah, that's yeah like. Chris is the sharpshooter of the team. What can Chris not do in this movie? Shoot for shit. Like, nope. like uh. That was another thing. Like, um, They have like Jill shooting the zombies like recklessly, and Chris is there. I'm like, how did he not get shot? <laughs> like, it, was, it was so dumb. You can tell whoever like wrote it, like, really... I don't know. They like don't take guns seriously. Like, she's like pointing at people, and it's a joke. I'm like, yeah, not really something you should really... It's not the right... If it was more cartoony and unserious, I could see it, but this was supposed to be taken seriously, so it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd really want this bitch on my side, like, you know, pointing guns at, like, a guy to, sh to like, win a bet. sleeping like, in a diner. Yeah, like, that's that's fucked up. So, number and number one, yeah, I, I don't know if it's the bad casting or the bad writing. I think it's a mix of both, but, my God, this was 
awful. Like, none of the characters felt like how they were supposed to. Um, and I understand, like, sometimes you take creative liberties, but this wasn't creative liberties. This was bullshit. Because the, on the one hand, they're like, oh, this is a faithful adaptation, you know. This is made by people who really love the series, too. Oh, well, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want with the characters. Like, no, you either do one or the other. And, like, you know, you either do something completely different and do something unique, or you you know, stay somewhat faithful, and you make Leon, like, a fucking loser in the, like, br- the the butt of every joke. You make, like, Wesker a fucking frat boy. You make Remember in the games when Lisa Trevor breathed heavily on Claire in the orphanage <laughs> when they were young children? <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah. Remember when the Birkins were responsible parents? <laughs> yeah, about that. But, yeah, I, so many things gone wrong. And one of the things that went wrong was the dialogue. So let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. Paul will get us started with, You fucking bit me, you motherfucker. I heard you shot your partner in the ass during training. Itchy tasty. Get your shit together or you're not going to make it through the night. I see you wax your chest hair now. I plan on dying peacefully in bed, snuggled in Wesker's big burly arms. Wesker! That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film more final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten, one being the worst, ten being the best. No, ten being the worst, one being the best. (laughs) How many shots do you need to get through this film? Well, I needed eight. (laughs) I needed nine shots, and it was probably not enough. Welcome to Raccoon City is one big ball of fuck-up. Why make a good movie following the story and characters of one game when we can take the worst parts of three separate games and mash them together to create one giant piece of shit? That's the true philosophy behind this film. If they had all the talk creating an immersive and true-to-game experience, they'd unfucked up almost everything possible. Casting, character traits, tone, storyline, dialogue, the B.O.W.s. I thought maybe for the first time, you know, when I watched this, you know, I was overwhelmed with the disappointment and I was a little harsh on it. But then after rewatching it, I realized I was never harsh enough. Thank God I get to say goodbye to Raccoon City. Welcome to Raccoon City may be the worst Resident Evil f- film adaptation of all time, which is saying a lot. While there are plenty of Easter eggs and the setting in certain places looks incredibly similar to that of the games, this movie comes off as a more of a fan fiction than a serious adaptation. Actually, that's an insult to fan fiction because when someone writes a fan fiction, they usually care about the source material. The plot is a clumsy hodgepodge of the first two Resident Evil games mushed together in a barely comprehensive plot. There is so much jam-packed into this one movie that you really never get a chance to catch up and like take a breather and figure out what's going on. The worst thing about this film, however, is the way the characters are portrayed. If you were if you weren't told who the characters were supposed to be, I would never guess that they were supposed to be iconic characters from an over twenty-year-old series. I mean, even if you don't know it, they still all kind of suck, except for Chief Irons, who was, cu- who was pretty cool. The worst by far were far being Wesker, who, rather than being a cunning and devious manipulator, was a whiny frat boy. And Leon, the enthusiastic rookie cop turned badass president-saving you know, guy, um, he was an incompetent loser buffoon in the butt of every joke. Add on top of that the terrible CGI, the boring, drawn-out uh, pacing, and you have one of the worst bastardizations since Dragon Ball Evolution. Say what you will about the, uh, the Paul W.S. Anderson films, but at least some of them were, were fun. We always have ways to drink away this flick. 
drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Pom 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 pom. We have some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time Irons yells at somebody, take a drink. Number two, every time someone breaks through a door, take a drink. Number three, whenever Barkin is in a scene, take a drink. And that's any Barkin, any of them. Number four, anytime Wesker checks an electronic device, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Resident Evil Month, every time someone mentions a virus, take a drink. Every time someone makes fun of Leon, take a drink. Every time you see a flashback to the orphanage, take a drink. Every time you see a mutilated alien, take a drink. And every time there's a reference to one of the games, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else, be related. You can leave us a comment either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, just bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, and my personal Twitter at bmoviepulp. Check out all of the content, including reviews, interviews, and chats, website bmoviebros.com, where we have new series each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are right below. Well, we've come to the end of week two for Resident Evil Month, so let's rank the movies. Obviously, in second place is going to be Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City where they did nothing right, nothing faithful to the series, aside from literally naming the characters and the town after places in, in the games. Number one, Resident Evil Retribution. Although the storyline for the Paul W.S. Andersons are completely different, you know, at least the characters keep the same traits that they had in the game series. Yeah, number two is Welcome to Raccoon City, and it wasn't even close to Retribution, which, while not an amazing film, was, you know, at least fun. Now, I just gotta say, like, I'm so sick of fucking live-action adaptations. I mean, Resident Evil's one you'd think, like, they could do well, which they can't, so, like, every other one sucks. Like, Dragon Ball Evolution, garbage. The Death Note movie, garbage. Or Netflix movie, whatever, garbage. Um, let's see, what else was there? Um... They're coming out with all. They're coming out with a fucking live action Akira movie. Like, no, fuck you. Like, you leave that shit alone. They're coming out with a live action uh, One Piece series. No, come on. This is, this is it's getting out of hand. Like, it needs to stop. Just leave Paul's childhood alone. Just let me live in peace with my anime, like Japanese stuff, and like stop trying to ruin everything. God damn it. Yeah, I. With as much material as the Resident Evil series has, it should be good and easy to make you know, an adaptation. But, you know, we're going to, you know, go to a whole nother Resident Evil universe, the actual video game universe, because we're taking a look at the CGI movies with the newest addition um, to that with Resident Evil Death Island, new, just out this year. So, next time. Until then, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next one. I'm seeing the